Welcome back to All Roads Lead to Bravo and Reality TV with Jessica. Fresh off the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Miami episodes, I'm going to be recapping the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's reunion. So we have a lot to talk about today, guys. Three episodes in one. Let's let's smash it, okay? All right. Uh, we'll start with Salt Lake City. I was initially I wanted to wait to the end of the three parts to sort of talk about it because. We're all waiting for reality von tease and that's going to be like part three of the reunion. Like we already know it. So part one really, look, if there is anything that I noticed this part one, I don't know about everyone. And I know you guys are going to probably, I, I, I think the fan base is kind of split. Those who really don't like Monica and those who like, we know she did something wrong, but we're like entertainment, check. She's not a criminal check is she unhinged yes <laughs> is she someone you want as a friend in real life um no however is she good tv yes now is she housewife tv i would say yes i know people are going to say no housewife is something you want to aspire like your wealth no if you remember the beginning of atlanta it wasn't they were not rich they weren't like they thought they were like but they weren't even Nina said it like in season one episode like they were not they didn't have money they just had like okay we're a group of friends i like each other blah 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 whatever i don't know how you guys feel about monica coming back i was trying to see if i could like as andy was speaking i was trying to gauge his facial expressions because Andy gives away his like feelings about someone with his facial expression sometimes. So I was trying to gauge, but I couldn't tell if he like really liked Monica or if he really hated Monica, right? So I'm still, I don't know, but personally, do I want to see Monica on my TV for season two? Sorry, for her second season. Why not? Let her come back for season five. Like, I understand everyone is like, no, this is not housewife material. She's a troll. Look. I'm sorry, but anyone who is joining any Housewife franchise that wasn't referred is a fan. As long as you're not an OG and you had to apply, even those that have been referred, they have become fans of the show. I'm sorry, Angie K, I know people are going to hate me for this. Angie K was Jen Shah's best friend for over 20 years. And this babe basically stabbed her, like betrayed her best friend to be on the show. I know that Jen Shah water and her was like, a cycle like we all know that's one of the reasons why she's still in jail but angie k you don't now come and take your best friend's position on the show like and act like nothing happened it's just and then i don't care if she was also referred i don't care because she said it last night like i was referred girl bye i don't care you were a fan of the show you were a fan of the show it's just the truth the same way monica was twirling in jen Shah's videos babe we saw you there as well you were twirling there now, you did not have a troll account, granted. Did not mean that you were not trolling these girls as well. Let's be for real. We know housewives. When we had the Lucy Lucy Apple Juice scenario in Beverly Hills, it was why? Because someone had put it in radar line. These women troll each other for, for um, ratings. They troll each other because they do not like each other. Like, I understand why people are pissed because people are like, okay, now we're blurring the lines of housewife and fan and trolls yes but this is 2024 
we just i don't know what the future holds it's very hard to find anyone genuine now that's trying to be on a reality tv that is not self-serving so do we now disregard someone that's not a criminal just because she clawed her way to our tv screens and then we deem her unworthy and then we take food out of her pockets or take opportunities from her she hasn't done anything so crazy that i don't think we should just dismiss her after one and done without monica these girls will not have anything to talk about guys like i was watching this reunion like i have my notes and i put i wrote when is monica coming back on my tv screen because anything that did not have monica's involvement was a snooze fast i'm not about to sit down to listen to lisa and meredith go back and forth why we've done that for how many seasons now i'm not doing that or whitney and um, lisa or whitney and heather that's even the worst why if it's not monica i don't want to hear it I'm sorry, and everyone knows we all sat down yesterday just to listen to what Monica had to say. Facts. So when you guys are saying, oh, she needs to leave the show, um, what's going to happen next season? Hmm? You guys need to be very, very careful of, like, when you guys are demanding stuff. I understand that we're the fan base and, you know, we the fans, we kind of have, we're the ones watching the show, so we get it right to say who we want on our TV screens and all. But, like, please, guys, let's give her a chance. It, let her have a second season. It's a redemption season for her. If she doesn't redeem herself, then yeah, she can get out. Let's just give it to her. She did not steal anything from anyone. She was a troll. And she wasn't the only one. There is no way only Monica ran that page, guys. Like, it's just sense. She, there's no way she knew everything about all these women. Jensha, definitely. So, guys, please. Let's just, like, grace, right? Like, as far as it's all fun entertainment in my eyes, like... It's annoying when the person who is doing all this, you know, digging or is being hurtful, like extremely like going hard for someone, when that person is not bringing anything to the show. Then I get upset because, yo, you're not even entertaining and you're like damaging the show. But in this situation, guys, she's, she's, she's entertaining. Like, I, I couldn't stop looking at her last night. Like, I was smiling. I don't know. That's my rant. So this is my save Monica Fowler Garcia, a.k.a reality von t's job please bravo give monica one more season that's all we ask for we've had a lot of villain first season and they come back and they win us over so let's give her the same grace i'm hoping this reunion monica i know you have it in you you are a fan so you've seen the shows you've seen the housewives so you know the reunion is a make or break where you are a villain. Like, this is your redemption time. I need you to fall on the sword. I need you to apologize profusely to these women. And I need you to also hit them hard when it comes. Like, hit them hard as well. But also, apologize profusely so that the producers can see some redeeming quality in you and bring you back. Because from what I heard from Andy and um, um, John Hill, John Hill is like, not for you. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, what he said was like, he was kind of, I took it as... He was implying or insinuating that he, he was like looking for someone that was like on a, like a moral high ground. Like, no, housewives are like, they're morally corrupt. Once in a while, we do see this uh, beautiful, like, you know, moment that we connect to and makes us all teary or makes us happy. But most of the time, they're delusional. And that's why we love them. So please, guys, let's just put your entertainment hat on and let's give Monica a second chance because I tell you guys, there is nobody they're going to bring next season that's going to make Salt Lake skyrocket. It's going to flop. Facts. I just really need these women. Please, let's just, let's just give her a chance. All right. 
that's my rant my rant was eight minutes i don't want to go too far let's jump into the reunion guys okay reunion starts i was irritated at the fact that the heather lisa and whitney were like praying why it's just monica like she's a human being like calm down i didn't see you guys pray for jensha and we know that jensha did way worse like is the he cop i'm sorry is the hypocrisy <laughs> i'm trying to say the word hypocrisy i think that's the word yes you guys are just hypocrites so it's just that for me like you guys whined and died in jensha in season one reunion heather hope opened heather opened her mouth and said, I know Jen Shah is doing something unsavory, but I don't know what it is. But then you are sat here and you're turning on your, your, your audio to like play a recording of someone that you think, oh yeah, she only became her assistant so she could be on the show. And who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who cares? Like, I'm sorry, but when you're going to do a job, are you planning, um, my, my development plan is to work as an assistant for the rest of my life? No, I want to be a boss as well. So if Monica is coming in as an assistant and her eyes are set on being a housewife, guess what? She achieved her goal. Listen, like, why are we making this thing look like she had planted and plotted to steal 10 million or something crazy? She plotted to be a freaking housewife. And who cares? A lot of these women become friends with people just because they want to be a, they want to be a housewife. Okay? Like... Even Candice Real Housewives of Potomac, she even said it when she watched the first season. She kept praying to God to be on the show. I, I digress. Let's just go back. They start the reunion. Monica comes in like the last person. Everyone is like looking at her, you know, whatever. They start, they start with Monica's package. Andy kind of tries to delve more into Monica. And I love the fact that Andy's even saying, look, your story resonated with me. Resonated. Why am I biting my words today? Your story resonated with me in the sense that you know you, you know you're going to come to this group where people are like established and all that and then you felt like you had to like try to keep um keep up with them even though you're not financially there although i don't like the fact that monica keeps undermining herself and no babe you are a strong babe you are strong you've done it you so many rich people have tried to be on these shows and they didn't pick them so you have something that made bravo pick you okay so i want you to beam yourself up babe like you're good be confident. It's fine. You might not have the money. Money will always come. You've, be, you've, you've gotten the platform now. So the money's going to come. Just ride the wave. So when she went on, you know, undermining herself, I didn't like that. And, you know, um, whatever. Now, something I would say. When um, Andy asked her, so tell me your relationship with um, Jenny Sharp. How did, you know, start working for her? You could, whenever you see Heather Gay do this, Start squinting her eyes, staring at you. She's about to do something annoying. She feels like, okay, I'm listening to you now. I'm going to catch you in like a lie or something. She does that all the time. She does that to Whitney. She does that when she was having that argument with Lisa last season. She did it like, she does that thing. She just squints her eyes and she's like, hmm, I'm about to catch you. Babe, shut up. <laughs> Heather annoys my soul. Like, oh, God. I don't know how you guys are fans of Heather. Like, I don't see what you guys like in Heather. Like, even the monologue was so rehearsed. Like, ugh. Was it good? Timelines, proof, screenshots. Yes. Perfect. Of course it was. But she had rehearsed it. And when you rehearse it, it takes away from... It just takes something away from it. In my opinion. But hey, still good anyways. CV. Whatever. Back to what I was saying. And um, Monica is trying to explain to Andy, you know, how she started working for Jen Shah. Now, do I believe Monica's side of the story? Why not? It looks um, possible, right? Okay, 
I became friends with her and then I started working for her. Now they're already in season one. Why do you think Monica works for Jensha? It's the same way any person will work for someone that is on TV. It's an opportunity. Like, are we acting crazy all of a sudden or like, do we just want to be naive? Are we just playing dumb because we don't like Monica? Like, are we just trying to act like we don't like her so we're not going to agree with anything that she's saying? It makes a lot of sense. Now you're on TV, right? We're not really good friends, but then we're sort of friends. And then now you look, you're looking for an assistant and I'm like, hmm, how do I? All right. I'll be your assistant for the meantime, but we're already friends. I already spent time with you, so might as well just work for you. I can't, that's what Monica said. Now, I wish she got paid. I don't know why she didn't get paid, and I can understand why people will question it. Like, you are a mom of four. Why would you want to get paid to like help this crazy person that we all know, a convicted criminal? We already know who Jen Shah is. Like, why would you even want to like work for someone like Jen Shah for free? Like if you're gonna take the insults and the abuse, might as well get paid for it. So I, I I was a bit confused about that part, but I understand why she worked for Jen Shah and I can understand why she was thinking big. Now when Heather is like, I'm gonna play that um the audio, you said you're gonna be on the show just because you want it. Before, like it doesn't even to me, I'm like, and do you think that was a gotcha moment? It wasn't, babe. To me, I'm like, duh. If I'm gonna be your assistant. If I'm working for a celebrity, you better trust I'm not trying to be an assistant forever. I'm trying to get contacts in order to move forward in my life. I want to be an actress, a musician, or whatever. I'm just working for you to get the contacts. Even Vanderpump Rules babes, when we met them, the cast of Vanderpump Rules, they all wanted to be musicians and actors and things like that. It's all a stepping stone. <sighs> I digress. Now, obviously, Heather plays the audio, whatever. And then... Um, I remember when um, Andy asked um, Heather, like, oh, how do you feel about Jen Shah, you know, the Jen Shah of it all? And Heather gives this annoying monologue that she does, and she was trying to insinuate again this kind of, we don't want that kind of character here. Indirectly trying to say Monica doesn't belong. It's not nice. You should be kissing the floor that this babe walks on. She saved your show. Saved all your asses. Yes, did she exaggerate when she said, oh, uh, if not for when I when I applied to the show, I saved the show. I told the casting people that I was coming to save the show because the show was gonna get cancelled. Andy was like, uh, cancelled. Andy, you two, you know that the show was less than four hundred, like four hundred thousand viewers, like less than that. Facts. We all know that. The only reason why I was like trying to get a little bit up was because of Jen Shah. And then Jen Shah didn't even come for the reunion. So the reunion was like, pom, pom, pom. like, are we all like acting all like we forgotten? It was horrible last season. And then Oh my God, the most anticlimactic thing that could have happened on a housewife show was Heather Gay baiting us about who gave her the black eye like we did not know it was Jensha. And then all of a sudden now we're like, yeah, Jensha gave me the black eye. You lied for over a year and you're coming here like the hypocrite that you were complaining that someone else is lying. Are we all just going to have blinders right now? Anyway, of course, Angie K had to chime in when she wasn't even needed because obviously we all know Angie K is scared of losing her seat on this show. Like she wants to be on this cast. She really wants to. And that's why she kept going after like the whole Meredith thing. I understand that Meredith had insinuated about her husband. Meredith does this shit a lot, annoys the shit out of everyone when she does it. You want to be messy, be messy. Don't act like you have this integrity. You're not going to be messy, but then you're messy. That's the only reason why I give credence to Lisa sometimes. Lisa really is not messy. She really isn't. She's the kind of person that she's very self-absorbed. She's very into her own, you know, life or whatever. But she's not a messy person. I can give that to Lisa. But Meredith is messy. You insinuate things, damaging things, very damaging. 
And then you want to hide your hands and act all like you didn't do anything. Be in the mess. You did it, you did it. Be in the mess. I don't get it. You don't you start something and you cannot finish it. Anyways, um, of course, Auntie K is trying to chime in in the whole situation with um, Monica. Monica is like, dude, calm down. Like, why are you even in this conversation? Because they were at a, at a point in time, of course, we we're talking about Lisa's ring. Now, this is another thing that pissed me off. Why? Uh, I, I've seen this on, on, online, and even after the reunion, a lot of people are actually thinking that Monica stole the ring. Guys, Monica might be poor. I don't think she's a thief. Maybe because I'm just being, like, naive at this point. I don't know. But, like, to insinuate someone stole something just because she tried to help the woman find her ring. And Monica even said it at the reunion. I didn't even step into that bathroom till after 30 minutes. So if Monica was in there till after 30 minutes... That means they must have ransacked everywhere. She's not magically going to find the ring in 30 minutes. She's not. Okay? And I'm sure Monica going there was all in good faith. Like, we saw, we saw the scene. So why are we, like, not accusing the other people that went into the bathroom with Lisa? If Monica went in 30 minutes after and nobody objected at the, table, uh, um, at the reunion. So that means someone else was in Lisa. Why are we not accusing who else that person is? Because I know it wasn't really Lisa. I just can't remember who went in with her. But I know she wasn't the only one before Monica even came in. I, I, I believe someone else was there. I might be wrong, but I, I'm trying to recall. But I, I do believe someone else was there. Why are we not accusing that person? It's unfair to just throw accusations because you guys feel like, oh my gosh, she's poor. And when Monica said it, like, you did not even come, like, you didn't come out to say, hey, she didn't steal it. You should have. But I understand they all don't like her. It is what it is. But you guys are perpetuating the, the rumors by not, by not shutting it down. That's what she was trying to say. And then someone pointed out social media that she had, like, another, like, the fake type of the ring. I don't think she stole it. Like, it's, it's unfair to just say that sort of, that is damaging now. Because that's too, like, that is damaging to call someone a thief. That is damaging without any proof, right? So you guys are there saying, oh, Monica is bad for the show, da, 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 but you guys are still accusing her of stealing someone else's ring. And I understand what um, Lisa said. Of course, the sentiment behind it. Even if there are no sentimental value to it, like, it's still an expensive <laughs> property. So I would be pissed as well. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> now, another thing. Everyone come, everyone is with receipt. Meredith came in with, like, a bag of receipt. Heather is with her phone receipt. We know Monica is bringing her bond book. It's like, just calm down. Everyone is ready for reality once. I cannot wait for part three. Um, Mary comes in next um, in part two. Cannot wait for that as well. What else happened in this uh, part one? That is, like, I don't want to talk about the whole Sean of it all. It is what it is. Do I know if Sean is gay? I don't know. I don't care. It's not even relevant to me. Did Monica say, did, did Meredith insinuate it so that Monica could put it on the table? Of course. Do we know where Meredith got it from? We don't know. The same way Monica says, oh, oh, sorry, the same way Meredith says all oh, her bullshit from last season, from the SEC filings, so all the things that Meredith has insinuated about people in the group. She never follows through. She never says anything. She just lights the match and runs away. And the fire just lights and she's out. So I can't even, I don't care at this point. It's like, just show me Monica. The rest of you, out. Like, it's not, it's not about a Monica situation. I don't care. That's how boring, like, anything that did not concern Monica in this, season, in this episode was not what mentioned, in my opinion. Um, Whitney and her husband situation, yeah, he's not wearing his ring. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I think I liked when Meredith and Angie K were going at it was when Meredith, obviously, Angie K had insulted Meredith, you know, based on the fact that Meredith has come out to say that 
while Han, um, um, Sean, sorry, not Sean, while Han set were separated, they saw other people. And we all saw that happen and, you know, we, like, Meredith opened up to us already and they are back together and they seem happy. They have a podcast. But now you now saying the only person who is going out of the marriage is you. You're also doing the bad thing that you're insinuating someone else is doing. You're trying to talk about someone else's marriage. So you see how hypocritical these women are. You all troll each other. You all insult each other's families. You all, what are, you guys bring up your finances. Why are we now singling one person out? Because she was a troll account. Whatever. I hope Monica comes out and say, Heather sent this. Whitney says this. To the, to the DM. That's what I'm hoping for because then I want to see what everyone is going to say. But I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> Another thing I'm hoping we get an answer to is the remaining people that were in, that were running the, the, the account with Monica. And I have a feeling the women know these people. Why is Tanisha, Heather's hairstylist, still under employment? Yes, we heard Like, why is she still working for Heather? Why hasn't Heather, like, cut that shit out? Because if we're being honest with ourselves, we've seen this housewife shows. We know how these women go. Like, when they're having their makeup and their hair done, they are talking to their stylists and their makeup artists and anyone who wants to know about all the things that's happening on the show. So only God knows what Heather has even said. We don't know. But there is no way Monica, who's never been on the show, will be talking about everybody on the show. Okay? Not just Monica. And also, we saw on social media there was a lawsuit, a cease and desist from Jen Shah in 2021 naming Monica, a.k.a. Oh, sorry, Reality Vontees, a.k.a. Monica Fowler, like, since I listened from mentioning my name in your, your um, Instagram page, are we trying to say <laughs> that at the time, we know that Heather and Jen Shah were like this? Are we trying, when I mean like this, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm like saying how close they, they are because I understand that some people listen on podcasts, but this is uh, the video on YouTube, right? They're like five and six, very close. So are we saying that, hmm, Jen Shah never told these women are we saying that? That these women never knew that it was Monica? Let's, let's be for real, guys. I'm sorry. I do not buy all these things. These are the things I need answered at the reunion. Like, that's why this episode one, I was just like, okay, 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 okay. Did Monica lie? Of course. So the, the rest of them lie. Heather has been sitting on a freaking life for over a year. Does she steal? No. Is she a criminal? No. Is she a horrible human being? Yes. Yeah, she is. She's morally corrupt. She's unhinged. You don't do that to your friends. You don't do that to any human being. I don't care. However, come on, guys. Let's just give her a chance, okay? So I think that's all for part one of Salt Lake City. Let's jump into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All right. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we have Annalise who is like, oh, my God. Annalise and Neka. Ineka, Annalise, you guys are like, you're not even helping the rookie. Like, thank God for money. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm bringing up Monica again. But like, Monica really was just a rookie of the year. How are you guys rookies of a show and you're just annoying everyone? Let me just leave Ineka for Potomac. Anna Marie, your whole existence cannot be about Sutton's, Sutton's esophagus. Or what's, like, why are you worried about what's wrong with her? esophagus or whatever i don't even know how to pronounce the word at this point guys i am missing my words today so please <laughs> just bear with me okay thank you why why are you so bothered about what's wrong with her, her stretcher she's like if you have like when you have a uh, you, you you just have to chew your chew your food more 
anyways, um, since Anna Maria has basically made sudden her entire life like storyline, we don't know anything about your husband. All we know about your husband is that he calls you an eight and a half for everything in life. <laughs> okay. We know you have two wonderful kids, and that's about it. We don't know anything else about you. Normally, we always get like a proper like intro. We have like something. We just had like one scene in a breakfast and nothing like disappeared. And then the next two times you appear on the show, you're just talking about one person. Sudden, sudden, sudden. sudden. Like, girl, you need a storyline and fast. Like, fast. I'm happy Garcel and Jory, we've all moved on. Let's all just not talk about it. Sonny mentioned something when she said that there was an acknowledgement. And I think that's what I was trying to explain last episode is that I think that Dory should have had an, an acknowledgement. No, you don't need an apology. Because we know you intentionally did not mean anything. I think it's obvious to everyone, including Garcelle. However, the acknowledgement of like, oh, okay, I now know better. I wish she said it in her confessional, but I think doubling down on social media was just wrong. I think maybe like a post on social media would have been perfect. But I'm sure she'll say that at the reunion. But I'm glad everyone has moved on. We're good now. Um, oh my God. This episode, I cried. Like, Sutton just... She broke my heart. I love Sutton so much. She broke my heart. This Like, she broke my heart. Like, I cried. I truly cried. The scene of her talking about her dad. And then... And then when Garcia held her hand, guys, like... Uh, it was good. It, it was a good. It was a good episode in the sense of, like, you know... These are the things that brings us back to the emotional ties of housewives. Like... No matter how rich you are, how famous you are, how much money you have, everyone is still human. We all still hurt the same, you know. Death is real for everyone. Those are the, you know, there are just very few times in life where reality strikes. Life, when it has to do with health <laughs> and death. That's when everyone is probably equal, you know. Because uh, a sickness doesn't care if you're rich or you're poor. If you're going to be sick, you're going to sick. You're going to be sick. Same with death, right? Anyways. Let's not be Debbie Downers about this. We see uh, Morgan Wade, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't like her, and I don't even care for her voice. I don't. like. And I, 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 I'm just going to skip through Morgan. Even the song she sang, I was trying to relate to the music, but it was like a, a sex song. Because she's like, baby, I'm on the floor. like I'm laying on the kitchen floor come home or something weird. I'm like, I don't think that's the right song for the the event. Unless I I I, I got the wrong lyrics. Like you know when you when you when you listen to a song, everyone interprets the lyrics differently. Unless I was interpreting the lyrics differently, but I, I, I'm almost certain that that song was not like for the occasion. It wasn't, in my opinion. Like I listened to it, I'm like, what am I what am I hearing right now? Like this sounds like a sex song. <laughs> this doesn't sound like an emotional, like, the kind of vibe that I think we're looking for. But, hey, you, you know, everyone was too emotional. It was a sad event, obviously, but it's really sad. Like, suicide is not one of those things that you joke about, and it's so preventable. But at the same time, uh, I don't know, you know, I just pray for everyone involved. Um, Kyle just had me. Sutton had me. The tears, everything, you know. It was a bit of, there was a little bit of relief, obviously, when Teddy came and, Garcelle is like, oh, this naff, like, <laughs> it's like, stop shoving Teddy Mellencamp out. Like, we don't like her. I'm sorry, we don't. Even at BravoCon, like, one of the fans asked, like, Kyle, can you stop bringing Teddy around? And everyone screamed, like, like, we're all like, yes, stop bringing her around. Just stop. <laughs> like, guess it's what we get. Yeah, Erica wasn't in this, the entire episode. 
she had COVID. Oh yeah, and then obviously when they were all seated, Anna Marie, Crystal, and um, Garcelle. In that moment, I thought, oh, finally, Anna Marie is going to try to know who Sudden is. Like, babe, if you think she has a problem with her or stuff like this, which obviously you never even asked her one on one. Whatever Carol and Dory told you, that's fine. And then you came to the dinner and then you just asked her like. And she talked about it again, and you're like, oh, but that's not wrong. That's not right. And you're in the, trying to like diagnose her again. You haven't had any conversation with this babe. You could have just said, hey, you know what? Let's hang out one on one. Let's talk. Get to know her. And maybe she actually tells you exactly what's wrong with her. And as a doctor, oh, sorry, you're not even a doctor. As a medical professional, then you can say, hmm, you know, I understand what you have. You know, I think there's another way you can go about it. But hey, your journey. That's it. You cannot. Call, you don't even know this babe. Like, and then you sit down with her two best friends, and you're like, "Okay, guys, I don't want to spoil the mood, but like, sudden." And I'm sure at that moment you're thinking, "Oh, okay, maybe she wants to act something reasonable." And like, Crystal's face said it all, and then you're just like, "You know, her esophagus." Like, what the hell? And then you brought up the fact you actually mentioned, like, "Thank you, Bravo editors, for flashing it back." You were the one who insinuated that. In fact, you did not just insinuate it. You actually stated it. You basically said it. And when Crystal is like, um, hold up, because Crystal is someone who has had an eating disorder. So she's like, uh-uh. Are you trying to say that she has an eating disorder? Like, no, I didn't say it. you said it. No, 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 no. You said it, Anna Marie. You want to make sure your storyline, well, get ready. Get ready to play. All right, you're in the arena now. Get ready to play. Ridiculous. Anyways, uh, I think that was pretty much anything else. What? Oh, yeah, Dorita and PK. Oh, PK, PK. I was on PK's side this episode. Did I think it was a bit harsh? Yes. Do I think Dorit has played her PTSD storyline for over almost three years now? Hell yeah. She has a very selective memory and selective PTSD when she wants to be frightened at an event. Do I believe her PTSD? Of course. I've been in an accident before and I kid you guys, I, I kid you not, when it like few months, almost a year to the date of like the accident, Anytime I would drive at night, because it was, it was at night, I would get scared. I understand it. Obviously, not the same level, but I understand when you're being like, you know, you have this recurring kind of fear. So I do understand. Do I think she's played it out? Of course, because at the end of the day, she's on a reality TV show. So it's been overplayed. Yes. Do I understand it? Of course. Do I empathize with it? Of course. Well, am I in PK side in the sense that, you know, some things are exaggerated because Dorit is obnoxious? Of course. We all know that. We do. Did Dorit need PK to be by her side? Of course. Like, your wife went through something crazy. Of course she needs you. Well, does PK have to, like, make money? We see they have so many lawsuits and, you know, freaking things on, on the internet. He has to make money. And his business is in London because he manages Boy George. So... It's a bit all, you know, confusing all the way all, all around, but whatever. Next episode, we're going to get Anna Marie. She's activated Crystal and it's going off. I'm so proud of Crystal. Like, yes, stand in your conviction. Speak out when you need to. And I hope Crystal gets another, another season. So, guys, I think I can end uh, Beverly Hills here. We can jump into Miami, guys. We're almost there, guys. Almost. We're, we're just we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> all right, guys. So, for Miami... Okay, this episode, I don't know what to think. I'm all for Gordy, obviously. Love Gordy and Russell's relationship, and I love Gordy so, so much. And I love Dr. Nicole as well. All right, let's jump into this episode. Alexia is still hiding a lot from us. It is so obvious. We don't know exactly what's wrong with her and Todd's marriage slash business and whatever. We don't know. Adriana, 
You're trying to start a mess, but you don't want to complete it. Why? And now, do I want to know what Anna was trying to like spill at the Mamacita launch? Yeah, of course. At the same time, Adriana, why don't you just spill it? Like, why do you need to bring Anna? Like, get the receipts from Anna and just put it on the table. You know how to play this game. Like, why are we bringing Anna? Like, I understand it would be better if it's coming from Anna, but like, same thing, deliver this thing. I said the last episode, like, because we keep implying, now we, the viewers, were like, okay, what's going on in Todd and Alexia's marriage? Is Todd really having marital, like, um, financial issues? Like, why are they moving? But you can notice Alexia is trying to convince us that she's trying to get to, like, an expensive, a more expensive place. So whether we're staying, I don't know how much that was. But the house that they viewed, she and um, Frank in this episode, was $40,000 a month. And she's like, mm, where we're staying now is even higher, and the house is bigger. So that means... I don't even know. I don't know how people pay that amount for rent. Where you can just pay that on your mortgage. But hey, everybody's different, right? Everyone is different. I, I don't know, but I, I guess that's why they're freaking rich. <laughs> and I'm not, because I don't understand. My tax bracket hasn't gotten to that stage yet, so I can't understand. I cannot relate. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so um, they come for the uh, Marisol's um, decorative... Oh my God. She's really... Her PR thing is... She's good. I, 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 I can't. I, I, obviously, the older seasons of Miami, be sorry, but, like, she's really good at it. Like, really good. Really nice, simple, but still. Imagine going to, like, an event where there are, like, freebies everywhere. I would have been, like, guardy, like, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, she has the whole thing. Everyone comes in, and, of course, they still go back. Oh, they're talking about the whole Adriana thing. Oh, prior to that, oh, at the beginning... When Nicole was crying, when they did not invite her, and she's like, she would never come to another group event. And I was sad that we didn't get to see her the entire episode. I'd have loved to see her in her, like, her plane or something with Anthony, like, you know. But anyways, um, she cried, and I wish Julia had told them at that point, because the, the, the main information Julia is missing out is the point that Adriana knew this weeks before, and already planned that she was going to basically bring Anna to an event. Do we know if Dr. Nicole knew? I don't know. But obviously, Dr. Nicole knew that Anna and Alexia Marisol were not in good terms. To the extent, we don't know. And I don't see that Dr. Nicole would do something like that. I'm sorry. I don't see her as someone like that. So I, I really don't think she knew the extent to which Adriana was planning. Now, when they were at the, the um, brunch thing, Marisol's uh, party, what is, it was called a gift launch or something like that. When they were at the event, anyways. And they were all going back and forth again. And at that point, Julia is like speaking Portuguese with um, Adriana, like, it's time, it's time, you know, say, say, say. And Adriana just says like, yeah, I invited Anna. But you did not say what Anna was coming to do. That's why they're still going to blame Nicole because it's still going to look like, well, yeah, you invited um, um, Anna, but like Nicole okayed it. And for Nicole okaying it, it's like Nicole wanted the mess and Nicole pretends like she doesn't want the mess. But we all know that Adriana wants the mess. So that's why they're not mad at Adriana. Because Julia, you're not stating it out. Like, this is why. And I'm hoping Julia does her next episode. And I see from the preview, I think that's what happens. And Adriana is a bit scared. When Julia is like, it's time, it's time, it's time. You have to, you have to. Nicole cannot be blamed for this. Adriana is like, stop, stop. So you mean you can't even finish it and you're starting it? Are you that scared? Then don't start it if you know you're scared, babe. Like, don't. Anyways, Gertie, obviously. Oh, Lisa comes in and 
I'm sorry, guys. Lisa is losing me badly. This like she's been annoying me from last episode with the whole car thing. But this episode, I, I, I can do away with Lisa. I'm sorry. I can really do away with Lisa. I don't even care about her learning storyline anymore. I really don't care. You can't come in there and then you're still arguing about the same thing. Fine. You already talked about the whole thing with Julia and I was on your side. Your kid and of you. Yes. But this episode, now bringing up your Alexia and you're like, did the ladies mean bad when we're speaking to you? No, it all came from a group of their, um, it all, they all had good intentions. Now, did they now relay it to good intentions? No, because everyone is like speaking from their own experience and they're like doubling down, doubling down. So it's going to sound like an attack. It was supposed to be an intervention, but interventions never go well anyways. So I don't know what they're thinking. And then going back and forth, going back and forth, Gertie's like, you know what? I'm done. I just had surgery and I'm finding now that I have to go back because they didn't take out everything. Do you know how painful that is? Someone is still recovering. Now they have to go back and open it again and take out more things. And she has kids that her husband already said, hey, it went excellent. Everything is fine. So now these kids are like, oh my God, mom is good. Thank goodness. They can move on with their lives. But no, 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 no. Mom's going back after a few days. And you guys are arguing about something stupid. And I was so happy that the girls rallied around her, you know. And Lisa is like, oh man, not me again. I'm like, yeah. Because you don't know, you don't have timing. You didn't even ask Gertie how she was doing. You haven't seen her since you had her surgery. You're sitting down here to talk about you and Lenny. Anyways, um, of course, Gertie leaves the party or the events crying and all of that. I think that's it for uh, Miami. We'll have to see what happens next episode. But I'm loving Miami this Tomorrow we're going to recap Southern Charm Reunion. And, of course, the next episode of uh, Southern Hospitality. So you guys, like, subscribe, download, follow. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll talk next time. Bye. Stay happy.